Hello everyone, welcome to Coaster Therapy. This is Chris from Midwest Coaster Fans. This is Roller Coaster Therapy here on all of our podcast formats. And we are broadcasting off of Anchor. So if you guys are listening to us, we definitely appreciate it. We are podcasting from the road. And uh, we just got, uh, we're almost back. Uh, Actually, I'm almost back. I dropped off Dustin. He came with me on the trip to Nickelodeon University. He's a member of our team as well. We have uh, five members total. With that being said, uh, we had a lot of fun down in Minneapolis-St. Paul uh, area. We were down in Bloomington at the Mall of America. That took an eight-hour road trip. Yes, an eight-hour road trip up to Minneapolis. And boy, was that a long road trip. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so uh, we had a lot of ups in the trip. Uh, I think we were kind of... Uh, recovering on saturday from the long drive but it's definitely worth providing the content for you guys and uh, unfortunately after this we're not going to be doing anything until uh, february when we're going to be going over to kentucky kingdom and also to cedar point for their kind of uh, winter maintenance type of deal down there so uh, jacob and dustin are actually uh, going to winter chill out at cedar point and i'm going and i'm sorry i'm not going to any of that because i'm uh, making a trip to uh orlando to go to uh three different parks when we're down there but anyways we're going uh they're going also to uh kentucky kingdom which is annika and uh jacob and that's gonna be great and uh that allows us to provide the content this podcast uh is going up on January 12, 2020. Uh, this is episode uh, two, or you could say episode three if you want to count what's going to be new for 2020. But this is episode three of this year. And uh, we, I welcome you. And it's going to be a short one, kind of go over and over what to look forward to at Nickelodeon Mall of America. So when you get near the area, the parking is free. You're going to park in the garage. Uh, Nickelodeon Universe at Mall of America is actually located in the middle of the mall so no matter where you enter from you're going to go to the center and that's where nickelodeon universe is going to be now nickelodeon universe shares it with many other things so nickelodeon universe is going to be sharing that with flyover america hard rock cafe the rock the rock gift shop uh, a 5d theater a miniature golf course a glow-in-the-dark miniature golf course there's a variety of things but Nickelodeon Universe is the main attraction, and then you could also uh, do a variety of other things to include zip lining and climbing through an obstacle course that's like seven stories tall. I would have to say that our favorite attraction at uh, Nickelodeon Universe would have to be the log shoot ride. It just was amazing. The theming was amazing. The drops for the being an indoor. Uh, water ride it had more thrills than i can imagine with most log flume or log shoot rides that are at other parks and it's actually themed so it has a variety of scenes but you're kind of flying through the scene so it's not going to be slow kind of like splash mountain at disney which i love to death as well but now this this ride uh, has two main drops it has a good drop and then it goes back up into a major drop which is your final one you don't really get that wet but it was just the theming and the whole ride experience just uh, made us laugh and uh, 
Rock Bottom Plunge was probably our number one roller coaster. It kind of takes place with another one. The Fairly Odd Coaster was really fun too. But the Rock Bottom Plunge was a lot of fun. You go up to a 90 degree lift hill, you go down a drop, and you go into a couple inversions. And then you're going into a roll and into a break run or whatever that is. It serves no purpose because right after that, you're going into an overbank turn and then a helix and then you're done. So I don't understand the point of that break run. I think they used to run more uh, cars. Uh, it's, it only seats a total of eight passengers in each car. Uh, they were kind of stacking it and I kind of mentioned it in the video that I'm actually working on when I get home. There's going to be a variety of probably three or four different videos from our trip. So uh, definitely look for that on YouTube. You'll just go type in Midwest Coaster Fans and you can see our whole collection on there. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, please let us know. You could just email us at MidwestCoasterFans at gmail.com. Also, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Midwest Coaster Fans. Uh, the tiers start at a dollar and go just up to five dollars and it's a great way to get more involved with us uh, we didn't have any patreon we just started it but we don't have any patreon supporters right now but it helps support this podcast and all of our content and that would have gave us more things to do we could have communicated with you guys directly when we were on the trip and unfortunately we don't have that yet uh, but as soon as we get some patreon supporters more our content is going to start growing on there so it's going to be great but anyways to continue, the rock bottom plunge was great. Had a lot of fun. Rode in the front row both times because, I mean, you don't have really have much difference from the front row to the back row. So it only sits eight, eight people, so you're not really missing out on anything. So there's that. And uh, overall, you know, like I was saying, it's it was just a great experience there. The theming was really good. Uh, the Rock Bottom Plunge, I think, was installed in 2008. It's the Gerschlager Euro Fighter, and it goes like maybe 45, 4 miles an hour. And it's not that tall. On our review video, I'll definitely have more statistics on that and kind of go over the ride experience. But uh, we got some good footage for, for everyone from all of America, Dick Tour, to kind of show everything. But if you purchase your tickets online, you're saving money. Uh, there's also discounts codes online as well. And also, you could, if you purchase it online, you could just claim your bands over at the kiosk. We went to guest services because we were trying to use the uh, GoPro camera, but unfortunately, they wouldn't let us. So uh, that's they have a policy. We got to abide by the policy. It stunk, but uh, we were still able to get some shots off of the log shoot for a second. Uh, we didn't do it enough to like do anything but it was kind of when it was turning the corner got some uh, overviews of the park so you'll see that in the videos as well uh, but there's a thing called brain surge and that's an amazing ride as well it's i forget who manufactures it but it's basically uh, a, mecha, uh, well, a series of uh, different vehicles that sit on these tires and then you have this lever in the middle that you pull to push it forward or backwards you control it uh, it was a really amazing ride and you have a variety of other things at the park as well. Ride-wise, you have a kitty section for Paw Patrol, and you have uh, different themes. Uh, there's only a total of maybe 23 attractions, though. So if you're looking to go to a park that's going to keep you occupied, uh, occupied, 
I didn't even sound right. Occupied uh, the whole time you're there, like the whole time, like 12 hours. It's probably not going to happen. What did uh, work for us is the fact that we uh, toured the park, rode a lot of rides, and then we toured the mall, and then we took a break, checked into our hotel, and then we came back and did the rest during the evening. And the uh, mall itself has a lot of cool, unique things to check out. So if you get a chance to get up to Mall of America, check that out as well. For the Fairly Odd Coaster, it's a spinning type of like a mixture of like a wild mouse mixed with a couple other things. We really enjoyed it. The uh, first time we rode it, we got a little bit of spin action, but the second time we rode it, uh, we got a lot of spin. And I think if you ride in car three or one, those are the cars that spin the fastest. So definitely check that out. And then they had like a Zamperla type of, I don't know what you would call it, but it's kind of themed to the Teeny Ninja Turtles shells and stuff. I, I forget what they called it, but it was really good as well. You have to kind of figure out how you can turn it to the left, to right, to left, to the right. You have to figure it out. It's a lot of, it's a huge workout in my opinion, but it was fun. And then you have the Intamin uh, coaster. I forget what the, the real name of it is. Uh, Blitz maybe. Uh, it was, it's kind of like the one that you find at Cedar Point. It just has to have the tall spikes on it. And it was a lot of fun as well, but it's kind of, it's set up like a skateboard. So each ride vehicle holds eight. So a total of 16 per ride. And it goes up a U-shaped track up to the top and then back down. But it was a lot of fun with the spinning involved and all that. Uh, Orange Streak was closed, so we didn't get a chance to ride that. We didn't get a chance to sample any of the food inside the food court because we went to Wahlburger. So we we were able to eat somewhere else. But you could actually add that on to the band and it's a meal pass. In my opinion, I don't think it's worth it because it's a lot of like, you know basic food so i would just go somewhere else in the mall and eat because i mean it's not that far you could literally go up the elevator and you're right there and then the food court in some spots has an overlook of the log shoot ride so that's also great unfortunately i didn't get views from it when i filmed the footage and i kind of wish i would have got filmed or got views from that area they have a ferris wheel also that overlooks the park a zip line that goes over the park but that's extra that's like 17 dollars to do that extra uh, attraction they also had a couple other um, other things that you could do as well there so you had on top of what I just explained uh, you had a lot of other things to do flat ride wise and they had a little gaming area as well but I just thought overall the Nickelodeon theming of it really added to a whole new experience the whole thing themed really well and it was a fun experience my recommendation like I would give this park a pretty high rating like a four out of five it, the, the reason why i can give five out of five because of the lack of coasters and attractions that wow we wish we had more of but other than that i really thought the park was a lot of fun definitely worth the worth the cost of admission because you get to check out other things as well in the mall uh, while you're there but that's the reason why we kind of give it a downside on that but i mean there's plenty of things to keep you occupied and busy i just think the the attractions they need I guess they're kind of limited on space, so... It looks like American Dream, the Nickelodeon Universe at American Dream over in New Jersey might be bigger because they have longer-lasting uh, coasters. Uh, but you got to also understand when this park, Nickelodeon Universe, was open at Mall of America, it was like a first-of-its-kind indoor theme park as far as I know. 
at least for that stature inside of a mall. And when it first opened, they had limited attractions and coasters and things of that nature. And then they added on over the years and added new things. So I don't know in the future if they're planning on an expansion, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know how they would expand on that because there's not any room, really. Uh, there's a couple empty spots that you might be able to add, like, a compact coaster to. Maybe they'll add an RMC Raptor. That'd be kind of cool. At first of its kind, RMC Raptor inside of there. But uh, for the most part, everything was great. I, we, Like I said, we had a great time visiting Nickelodeon University. It was just a great overall experience. The staffing, or sorry, the staff was amazing there. They were very friendly. Uh, the public was very friendly. We had an overall great experience there. Like I said, we recommend those two coasters. Uh, the Intimate Blitz is... You know, I don't think it's called an Intimate Blitz. I think it's called something else because it doesn't have that uh, turn spike. But it could be called an Intimate Blitz. It's just a different type of model of it. But Orange Streak, like I said, was closed, so we didn't get that coaster credit. And we could, we didn't ride the kid coaster because there's no way we're going to fit in there because it was really tiny. Saw a couple parents before us where I tried to ride with their kids and because they were tall because I'm six foot one. So uh, Dustin might have fed in it, but... It's really tiny, so we decided not to do that. Instead, we rode other attractions and we had a ball with. And the only thing that we didn't do is, like, the bumper cars, but the bumper cars didn't have, like, the top um, the top thing that kind of runs the top of the, like, a skid plate or something like that to give it more power and pull. I think these were, like, electric-based just. I know most bumper cars are as well, but these were just electric-based. That's it. And then they had like a little miniature area for kids as well, uh, like the bumper cars. And then they had a bouncy house steamed uh, the pineapple bottom or whatever they call that. And uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, sorry if I'm messing that up. And the kiddie rides were within really well as well. I just think overall, uh, if you're looking for a, uh, if you're in the area of, because we made a huge trip up there, just check it out, but... If you're in the area, definitely check it out. If you're not, I wouldn't waste a trip totally up there unless you plan on going to Valley Fair as well in the same day and checking out Mall of America. So if you plan on making a weekend of it and checking out the area, definitely go over there. But I wouldn't waste like an eight-hour trip like we did. And that was the only negative is the amount of time it took us to get there. And I'm pretty sure I'll be feeling it tomorrow. Right now, I'm hyped up because, you know, we got plenty of rest. It was only eight hours. I'm used to when driving back from Florida, it's like 15. So, to me, this isn't a big deal. But to some of you, it could be a big deal. You know what I mean? So, um, I definitely recommend it. Get out there. It's cheap. It's fun. And in the wintertime or if you want to get out of the hot sun in the summertime, I definitely recommend it. But it, I was told it gets really crowded in the summertime from the employees that work there. And they said the winter time and like when kids are in school, so during the week is the best time to go. Well, obviously, it's family-based park. And a lot of people go to the Mall of America with their families and stuff like that. So I think, you know, that's one of those parks that you go to if you're in the area. So hope you enjoyed the review. I hope you guys had a lot of uh, I hope you guys had a lot of fun. If you guys didn't get a chance, go visit us on Instagram and Facebook for photos and videos. Uh, but our YouTube video, I need it right now. And when that comes out, all of our formats will announce that. And you'll see that. 
I'm going to have a review video of Nickelodeon Universe and then a POV walkthrough. And then a review of the log shoot and the Fairly Odd Coaster and the Gerschlager Euro Fighter. So look out for those videos. And with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday. When you guys are listening to this, it might be Monday, it might be Tuesday. Please share our podcast because they're going to be more readily available. And uh, we're going to do more of them in the upcoming months. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast here on Roller Coaster Therapy uh, by Midwest Coaster fans. My name is Chris. Have a wonderful uh, rest of your day. And until next time.